Greetings and salutations, fine people. I'm Patty Alvarez. Welcome to The Good Soul, a show where we'll have supercharged chats with everyday humans from all walks of life and unpack what in their story will inspire us all. We'll extract the untapped wisdom, distill it, and serve it up to you in all the right ways that will engage, enlighten, and most of all, inspire growth within your soul. I think people are awesome. So join me on this journey through the hearts and minds of ordinary people to uncover the good soul within you. This is The Good Soul. Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Good Soul, episode two. Today's episode is called Lucky in Love, part two. So this is our second week here. And I'd like to start first by introducing the love of my life, the man of my dreams, the soulmate, and the man who's single-handedly responsible for the air I breathe, Manny Alvarez. Wow, what an introduction. Thank you so very much, sweetheart. <laughs> well, I'll say it again. There's not enough words. There's just not enough words, honey. Thank you so much for last week. You did such a great job. Well, a little, a little uh, nervous, but okay. Well, how Thank could you, you so not much, be? Sweetie. We're not, you know, we're going to become, but we're not quite yet expert podcasters, but we'll get there, I'm sure. <laughs> So uh, no, you did a lead. great job and I learned following a lot about myself. I'm going to definitely keep um, the likes and the ums to a minimum. <laughs> Thanks to my friend, Rob, who advised me to count my likes and ums. And wow. also, of course, to ask you questions, right? And, and I'll do my best to keep completing sentences and entertain you most of all. Um, so I'm going to give you a little bit, bit of basics about the show to start. Um, I, in the intro, you heard a lot about what our, our focus is. But I would say a little bit more on how I could speak to that is, um, un I would say unapologetically, I see the world through rose-colored glasses. I definitely am a half-full rainbows, rainbows and unicorns type. And it's really hard to uh, get me to see the bad in people. I always kind of look right to the good. I think it may be a little bit part self-preservation, so I don't get stressed out. I don't, um, I don't know. I think hating is... Um, and, and getting frustrated with other people is too much work because typically the things we get frustrated about are things we can't control anyway. So I'd rather see the good soul in people. Uh, we have these great conversations in the lobby, and um, I've always wanted to turn it into some type of red table talk type like podcasts. So here we are. And as I said last week, what better person to have on than would be my husband. <sighs> We can iron out right. all the kinks. We can work out all the jitters. And and I think we did a good job at that last week. Though. Oh, so thank well, you, baby. You so, okay. Yeah, you're I, awesome. Like I said, I follow your lead and we'll go from there. Good. Well, all right. Well, again, <laughs> thank you. So we're going to give you a little bit of review. There were some things as I, I as I watched back that I think we missed. Um, so on that fateful day, it was August 13th. I'm sorry, August 3rd of 2013. Oh, you forget dates? August oh. 3rd of 2013 was the day we met. Um, I had unexpectedly been invited to a party in Manny's benefit, um, in Manny's honor. My daughter had just gotten back in, from a teen tour. She was in seventh grade. She was in London for the month. And we literally like went right to the party. I don't want to say from the airport, but we were tired. We were low on gas and I was you were working. looking good though. I was looking. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. So, yeah, I still have that dress. That was a good dress. Um, we could probably show that picture. Yeah, it was really fantastic. The white, the Greek goddess dress. But anyway, um, 
definitely an unlikely pairing, I would say. And we've heard feedback from people around nowhere. us to our face and maybe a little bit sometimes behind our back that I don't know that anybody would pair us together. And then look what happens. I always say, um, and we talked about this from the get-go, that whole the kids come first thing. I Without think that a makes a big difference. And I think that despite our differences um, on the surface, I think that our core values are very similar. I think it's very close. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. We're no on, question. I think just about on point. It's pretty good. Yeah. More than I thought it, you know, anything would be like that. Yeah. Tight. Yeah. Well, we fly well together. We're very compatible. And I think we really enjoy each other. I think that couples at some point, like, they start to really, like, I don't know. They can't stand each other almost. Usually it's something. I think it's growing kind of a little bit. Yeah, you think it's enough? You know, yeah, it's not, it's yeah. Not, well, it we're empty nesting at this point. We're pretty much empty nesting. And we just built a new house, which is really exciting. So anyway, let's let's not get ahead of ourselves. So we met at the party on August 13th. I sent you the novel, Trying to Cure Your MS Through Juices and Yoga on <laughs> Facebook <one> the next <laughs> day, right? He called yeah. me and texted me. And before he went back to North Carolina that week, we went on a date at Serena in Long Branch at Pure beautiful Village, place, beautiful a beautiful place. restaurant where we shared our first kiss, which was fantastic. On the boardwalk. On the boardwalk, yes. Ocean and oh, another really cool part us. about two really cool <laughs> things about him was the first time I talked to him on the phone, I couldn't believe how deep your voice was. Wow, I hope it don't sound way too deep on me. it. It does sound way too deep. <laughs> oh, does it? It's cool you know, though. I really didn't realize. Oh, come that. on, own it. It sounds really cool. You know, okay. you love it. So that was one thing. And then the second <laughs> thing was the first time he kissed, how much taller you are than me. <laughs> I mean, like, that oh is, my God. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, there. yeah. It, and I'm about five foot three and a half, five foot four, depending. He says he's six two, but I think you're, you're I, we have to get it. We, one of these days, we have to really, like, in all seriousness, <laughs> you're saying six measure. three. I'm still saying six two. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> um, so about a month and a half went by. We met at the beginning of August. So, it was actually two months that we ended up meeting on a rendezvous in Virginia. We rented the log cabin. We had a really great time. You kind of hid it from the kids, which was really cute and funny, Jesse and Rachel. Because, again, remember, it was only, what, four months, right? Said, two months. Two months. He had just, Manny had just um, got out of, Manny and his ex-wife had split after a 22-year marriage. So, you know, we did want to take this very cautiously. So we had, I think the reason why I want to recap is because I want to share a couple of really important thoughts that we had um, what seemed at the time like insurmountable challenges to face. Um, your MS, you live there, I lived here. My father was very sick. My roots well, were very my, deep. My grandmother. Your grandmother was sick. There were so many things happening and um, and we fought through it. Yeah, I, I mean, was going to say, we did, you know, not a good job. I'm not going to say good job, but hell, it was... It was tough. It was tough. It was challenging. Um, I would get a call in the middle of the night or a text from Rachel. He's in the hospital. He's a he has pneumonia. He has 104 <laughs> fever. Manny has MS. So that was a big, big, big challenge. But um, I would visit probably every two every two or three months. I don't know how you. Stay. <laughs> Why? I was, I was pretty bad. Well, I'm still banged up, but thank no. you. Oh, you're welcome, son totally worth it. I mean, worth every challenge, like tenfold. I would do it all over again in a heartbeat and never change a thing. Um, 
So I think one one story I wanted to point out because I I feel like I'm a self proclaimed somewhat boss lady on one of the trips to anybody knows what you think. No, one of my trips to North Carolina, we went to the pit, which is a, a go kart racing. Oh, this is, this is uh, race car a go kart racing. Uh, <laughs> race car driver. And here I am. Um, as we're driving there, I'm like, I'm gonna like kick your booty. I'm gonna run circles around you. And she's sitting on. You were serious. I was Dead serious. serious now. I'm like, what does it take? Just Dead pour serious. and go. So we get to the pit and it's like an organized race. And there's probably about 15 people. And the races go about, what, three to five minutes. Yeah. yeah. And no, you leave with that. like a excruciatingly painful headache because you're getting jostled around and it's loud and it's freezing. And yeah, because you don't let go to get It's like a race car. You're spinning out. You're going too fast. I like it. It's yeah, fun. it's fun. But it's a rush. Um, the long and short of it was, I thought I was so cool. And he lapped me about four times. Which I- <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm going, okay, you're going to beat me. You're going to beat me. Uh, no, you're not. Yeah. Well, I think I, it told me what a man you are. So anyway, um, we wound up in, we wound up the long and short of it at the end of that. And this is where we ended last week was we wound up in New Jersey and Rachel moved with, with Manny to New Jersey. Cause she was staying with me. At- yes. Because mm-hmm. she stayed with him right through his MS and she was his definitely yeah, his caretaker. Yeah. And um, I was so happy that she liked me because um, she was so attached to you and still so attached to you. And what an honor. Like, I feel like I had to get through her in all the right ways. Like, she cared so much for you. So um, they again, end up moving to New Jersey. We're not leaving any other girls. I'm going to cut you off. I'm sorry, sweetheart. You know, we'll just, say this you know again. And Jesse and Molly know that. All it goes we, without yeah, saying that. Yeah. We all love each other. So we're going to wrap this up here where we left off last week. Okay. And we're going to pick up with um, the move to New Jersey and blending our families and reacclimating. So stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody, to The Good Soul, episode two, Lucky in Love, part two. I'm lucky enough to be sitting here with the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Manny Alvarez, and the one who's lucky enough to call me his wife. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. So we recapped you, in our first. I love you too. We recapped in our first segment, um, basically, the beautiful love story of how we met, the good times we've had, the challenges we've faced, and here we are landed in New Jersey. Rachel is sixteen and a sophomore. Molly is. 14 and going into her freshman year of high school. So, um, and Jesse, Jesse was in North Carolina and she was a freshman in college at that point. You better. So dates. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She graduated high school the June before we met in August. Mm -hmm. That was 2013. Mm -hmm. So, um, we end up in New Jersey, Manny and I, after my father's passing, um, we're living in the house that I grew up in, 251 in Middletown. And um, it was a really tough time. I had just lost my father. Um, it was sad. It was confusing. He just lost his grandmother. Um, he had just been, well, he had been diagnosed with MS but when we had met, but we were still facing the challenges of his MS. But the power of love, the beauty of it all was we had each other. And I believe in any case, you're unstoppable when you have each other. And that's what we did. So Rachel and Manny made way. We did. We definitely did. We empowered and inspired each other. And we still do to this day. 
So we made way up to New Jersey. They made way up to New Jersey. We registered the girls in high school. That was August of 2015. Right. I'm glad so, you're doing those. Yeah. Days and it was great. Everybody <laughs> in Middletown was so great. My friend, Matt Kirkpatrick, Tara Houston helped get Rachel specifically settled. It was really, you know, that's challenging to lead the life that, you know, she loves her mother dearly. I love her mother too. I think she's awesome. Like to leave her mom and all that was, it was a lot. And I, I to this day, I'm indebted to Rachel for being so supportive of our relationship. Um, but at one point, Jesse and Rachel share uh, their birthdays are a week apart. So Rachel, Jesse is year on Halloween. Well, of course, well, a cool. year, yeah, but yeah, yeah. a week apart. Mm -hmm. Right. Two years. More than a year. No, Jesse's like three years older than Rachel. Oh, oh, well, oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Jesse's four, four, four years older four than years Rachel. Older. Yeah. So Jesse is Halloween and Rachel is November 7th, <laughs> but he does, Jesse, he does know how to spell your middle name. Now we got that right one. On. <laughs> we got that one down. Jesse. Anyway. So Manny decides to stay in New Jersey because he's not feeling well. And we hadn't rented or sold one, five, three, the house we were living in, in North Carolina. So Jesse, I'm sorry, Rachel, Molly, and I drove to North Carolina to spend their birthdays here. So we celebrated Jesse's birthday, Halloween. I don't know what we, I can't remember what we did. I, I know we went out to dinner at one point. We got invited over to, I think we went to Joanne's or it was Joanne's house. That's Manny's ex-wife. We had a great time. And at one point we went to lunch. Jesse was working at Pisces and me, Molly and Rachel had lunch and we were leaving and Rachel had to go back in to get something. Some I think she left there. her phone. Yeah. Pisces is great. So we're walking through the parking lot in the Pisces shopping center. And Molly looks at me and said, Ma, says, mom, I really don't mind if you want to move here. I don't think my toe hit like the next <laughs> line on the, in the parking lot. I called Manny, I'm like, baby, don't unpack your bags. We're coming back. So when you had moved, when you got to New Jersey, you came for my father's funeral and you literally just had like a suitcase. You didn't even pack like a ton of, now you do pack like the Vanderbilt. So we'll say you probably had enough for three months, but you really <laughs> didn't like formally day, say. Uh, I pack for a week. He packs for a week. <laughs> he didn't formally say like, I'm moving to, I'm moving to New Jersey. I'm going to bring all this stuff. So you didn't even have all of your stuff with you. We never really sealed up the house. So that was mm -hmm. part of why we went down. So anyway, I said to Manny, don't unpack your suitcase. We're coming back. So I kept saying it's up to you, whatever you want to do. I was yeah, willing to go back. I know he did. He was really great. He was very supportive and very, he really did leave and it so, up to me. But we, I think we all did. I mean, it we really kept this house here and rented it out. Whatever you wanted to do. You knew that though. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but in all that time, as I like to consider myself sort of like a aficionado of delight and living the good life, right? We bonded. Me, Rachel, Molly, Jesse, when she was with us, whether it was cooking. So I was vegan at the time. For 20 years, I was vegan. I'm sorry to all my vegan friends, but I'm not vegan anymore. I tried it for a year. I maybe he did try it for a year. We'll get to that. Yes. Um food, fashion, movies, music, trips. We had so much fun trying to Cruising. make well. Yeah, well, that, yeah, again, we'll get to the cruise. I'm talking about me bonding with the girls. And oh, yeah. yeah all I'm of sorry. us bonding with each other. Of course. Um, we get Shanti. We found a dog online, and we'll show we'll Shanti. show the picture of our puppy. Shanti is the big 
hot mess. We always say she always looks scared and she's stressed. Strung out. Yeah, and she's beautiful. I feel like if Lana Del Rey was a dog, she would be Shanti. Half she's pit, just fantastic. What? Half pit, half lab. Half pit, half lab. Yeah. Um, we got Frida and baby. That was a funny story. I'm going to save this really for when Rachel <laughs> is on, but we went to, um, <laughs> Brighton beach and we went to a apartment where, um, the woman was Russian. She didn't speak a lick of English. And there was probably like, I don't know, 20, what was supposed to be miniature Persian cats, which were not at all miniature. If you Google most miniature uh, animals that they try to sell you, um, like code word rip off. Most, most animals aren't Fake. really miniature. There's some, but not our Persians. They're both regular sized cat. They both ended up regular sized cats. So we got cats. We had so much fun. So we all pack up the cats, the dog, me, you, Jesse, Rachel, Molly, and we make way in a U-Haul back to North Carolina. Right. And that was a big deal. My roots were really, really, really deep in New Jersey. Lots of but friends. Family, yeah. Business. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was involved yeah, in Red know, Bank so. politically. Like there was so much going on. But um, something about Mooresville is like, I say like, you know, when you go on I vacation. Told, me too when I came. I was like, oh. I yeah, like it's it. like a mess. Like so I was like, you know, when you go on vacation and you rent a car and say you like rent a car and you're staying in like, I don't know, Key West or. And you get up in the morning and you, you're like, it's you know early and you get in the rental car and everyone's sleeping. You go get your coffee in like a, a new town. Like, and when I, you say new, we're new. Yeah. And not like Jersey. Everything's old. Everything's very, very new here. Yes. And it's not taking anything away from New Jersey. New Jersey's no, awesome. I mean, no. Yeah, come on. We lived there for years. Yeah. I mean, but there's something sure. magical about this place. I, I just love living here so much. So I was really excited to get here. The only really hard part for me was my sister's. My niece, my nephews, my friends. That was really hard. Yeah, your family. That's yeah, it was really that's hard. So and 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 thankfully now. And the um, ocean. I do um, like. I do yeah, miss. I, I, mean, I, I love live the without ocean. the ocean. Like, you know, yeah. I, I lived a block away. Yeah. Smell everything. That was beautiful. Yeah. That's the only thing. Everything else is beautiful. We even got the water in the backyard now in the lake. We you live on, on the lake, jumping, and the I'm ocean jumping. is three hours away. Yeah, I'm jumping. Yeah, you you are jumping. But at any rate, it was hard leaving my sister. Um, specifically my sister Kelly, um, of course, Tammy too, but, um, you know, that's what we did. And I'm glad that we did. It was the best decision. So as soon as I got here, um, I went for my yoga training. So this is another funny story for those of you who know, hot 26 Bikram yoga, the studios are rare. And when I'm fixing to move here, I'm like, Hey, maybe I'll open a yoga studio. Finally, like I'll reinvent myself and Isn't I it, love yoga. Yeah. You did. You know, you didn't. Yeah. That's what you said. I didn't think it was going to happen that fast. It well, fast, though. again, stop pushing me. Oh, Hang so on. I get okay. excited. No, that's you know, right. Man. He does. He's jumping the gun. I Google Bikram yoga, North Carolina. And sure as you know, what Amy, who, who I eventually bought the studio from Amy Clement was opening a Bikram studio in Mooresville, literally two miles from Manny's house. That's when I really knew it was meant to be. So Amy opened the studio in 2013. Um, I'm sorry, 2014, which I think actually today, is today the 22nd or yes, I think yesterday was actually 23rd. technically our 10 year anniversary. I was asking Amy about that. But anyway, when we moved, I had known Amy because when I would travel here, I would take class at the studio. If I'm saying here, because the podcast studio is also in the yoga studio, which it's in my office for those of you who don't know that. Um, so I told Amy when I we decided to move here, I emailed her from New Jersey and I said, whether you want somebody to clean your toilets or buy the studio from you, I will do that or anything in between. 
um, a moving to North Carolina. So we'll get back to how that story um, continues. But zip. when I got here, all Amy said to me, well, yeah, zip, <laughs> easy killer. I know, I know. When I got here, um, Amy said, all I ask is that you do a training. At the time, Bikram training was very strict. You had to go through Bikram Chaudhry himself. Now we have the OHYA, the OYA, which allows people to teach Hot 26 through different trainings. But at that time, Bikram was the only person. So I took actually a vinyasa training. And Amy, at that point, the OYA was going through um, its development. Bikram had moved back to India. He had his legal troubles. And Amy taught me through the OYA standards how to teach Bikram. So I started teaching here, earning my chops, getting my hours in. And I want to see, I want to make sure I don't get ahead of myself uh, either. No, it's me. <laughs> you guys don't mind, I'm going to cheat and look at I'm my I'm not notes. saying nothing right now. I'll let no. you roll. Oh, no, that's okay. Um, but at any rate, I started teaching and I really did. I started finding my purpose here. So again, back to the romance, back to like the focus and what I really want everyone, men, women, everybody to understand how much sticking to your guns, sticking to, um, you know, following your heart and, li- and, and there's really always someone out there. For you. Well, there's always someone out there. And when you do, when you listen to your heart and you'd go, you don't go according to the agendas of others, which we all have agendas for the people we love. That's normal. How great the, the greatest things happen beyond your wildest dreams. So um, I say this every day, but really Simone, Brenda, Cindy, Molly, Jane, Anne-Marie, Sandy, Lizette. Name. There's so many names. You can go on and on with those um, I, I have met some of the greatest friends. And, and again, obviously yeah. um, silver and gold. I'm not taking anything away from my, my friends in my former life, but I'm just so glad I made it here and all the great connections I made. So coming up next, stay tuned to marry or not to marry because this one took a long time to propose to me and it was killing me guys so stay tuned we'll be back (laughs) don't turn that dial hey guys welcome back to the good soul episode two lucky in love part two with the love of my life manny alvarez so where did we leave it where do we leave it cold feet no where we left it was we all we all end up in North Carolina and the garden really starts to blossom. Um, so this was another interesting point. And again, I bring this up because people in their middle age, when they're going into second marriages, and I'll say this repeatedly, um, Manny's ex-wife was very cooperative and made it very easy for me to kind of settle in to, to their family, um, into the new family or the new version, the new structure. Um, but I basically was moving into the house that you had lived in, which, yeah. Yeah. And that was great. It worked out fine. It worked out totally fine. It was hard. I was cautious and changing things in in the beginning because I didn't want to like rock the boat too much, but um, it really did work out great. So we were living at 153. Yeah. Oh my God. Absolutely. You know, everything just melted pretty good. Yeah. We didn't have any, we didn't have a lot of, you know, like routine, like odds and ends. We'd face our challenges. Yeah. That's always, that's always, but we didn't have a tremendous amount of drama. There was never any like, Oh, I hate her. She hates me. He's like, and, and, and it's, it's really, I think going into the role of the stepmother. And this is, this is, I'm speaking general in general terms here. It's challenging. Like you're really, it's kind of like an in-law relationship. Like you want to make sure you do everything right because you don't want to rock the boat. You're coming into this 
point and and what we had come into each other's lives at very volatile very hormonal years let's face it three girls poor maddie three four, four including four you like, <laughs> well, four guy it was four women even the dog there was a girl until murphy go, until murphy came along my um, buddy yeah your buddy but um so yeah and when we had gotten to the house we actually there was an office in manny's house we turned into molly's room so jesse still had her room rachel still had her room and then we gave molly um the old room we put the sheetrock up and we built yeah, a wall we made it wall. work um, and then probably, probably two years in, Jesse and Grant had broken up and she moved out of Waterland and moved back in the house with us for about a year, I would say. It was about a year, but um, one of the best parts other than Jesse moving in was, yes, Murphy moved in. Murphy. <laughs> Murphy is our dog. He's half Eagle, <laughs> half Jack Russell. And Jesse um, has really bad allergies so i don't know how she lived with him to begin with because the second she steps yeah, foot in her house she starts to sneeze but she's yeah. got to take um benadryl or um zyrtec or, or claritin but um but murphy ended up staying with us yeah. which was really awesome so that was a really cool thing but um you so guys get the animals and i take care of them i guess I take care of the animals <laughs> I'm like, you know, too what are you talking about like, wait a minute i'm home every day roller, with that's all i'm saying um, yeah um so yeah so we're at the house <laughs> and um, everything is moving along swimmingly. Rachel at that point, um, so Rachel graduated high school. That was in 2000, I think that was 2017 that she graduated. Um, but along. yeah, we were rolling along, everything was moving along. And I was like, like my finger was still vacant. There was still a vacancy on my left <laughs> ring finger. And I didn't want to pull that trigger for some reason. I, want, I don't even, we don't have to get into the why. Cause I, 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 I don't want to know if it's something really bad. Like I, I didn't see it. Bad. There was never anything bad. We didn't have any false you breakups. Right in the beginning, it was you know the kids and transition. But I don't know. It I takes guess, time. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, I know I loved you from the beginning, but yeah, I believe that we were going to get married. We talked about it. Oh, and here's the funny thing too that he would call <laughs> I said me it first. No, I said it well, first. Well, no, I'm saying you know, when it comes, we're gonna have kids. Yeah, but you said yeah. You had he laid out our future on a cocktail <laughs> napkin, basically. Um, yeah, I was in, on the phone with you in Seabright, yeah. but no, but I said, I love you first, yeah. but, but uh, we, oh, he used to run around calling me his wife and I would get kind of annoyed. I'm like, dude, you're, we're, I'm not your wife. Like you got to earn that right, buddy. No, that's not, that's not the kind of person I am, but uh -huh. I really, no, I'm not, oh, you boy, know, I'm not like I that know, kind of I woman, know. but I just wanted to be your wife. Like I really wanted to be your wife. And I was like, why are you cheapening it by calling me your wife? We're not married yet. But, um. Still didn't propose. So Christmas of 2000, it would have been Christmas of 2016 when I really think it's going to happen. So this is the Christmas a year and two months after we lived there. Oh, it didn't happen. No, he gets me, <laughs> he gets me a piece of jewelry oh. and he gives it to me. Like everybody's standing around. Like obviously Jesse and Rachel would have known, but he's standing around. Everybody's standing around watching me open this gift and I, open the gift it's a pair of earrings <laughs> it wasn't a wedding ring and it was fine i mean i probably and to boot they weren't earrings i would wear but that's beside the point and i'm Come very great my best i'm very great i got better over the years with the presents so. no that's who another story it? don't jump i understand okay yeah who is the story we just had this whole story about don't buy 
like my sister once, like my Tom brought Kelly the most beautiful car and she oh, loves yeah, the car. Yeah. So Tom, do, don't take the wrong way. Yeah, he buys her this beautiful uh, Porsche. Porsche. Yeah, yeah. Nice and I remember car. at one point she was annoyed at him for something and she's like, and by the way, don't buy, don't buy me a car without asking me first. Like she, but she, but got, she likes the, you know, oh, the bigger. She likes, yeah, it's a beautiful. But she, I don't she, she, but she likes driving she likes car everything. Now. She's got excellent taste. Oh, that's cars. what I'm saying. She, and likes she loves. And again, that's a bigger she loves car. The but there's car. another, there's another yes, story recently where somebody, a husband. It was just a couple of days ago. A husband bought a wife something, and oh, it was Dee Dee and, and Philip. Philip bought her a beautiful couch for their new house. We're lucky for Molly, Jane, and Kyle because. Um, they got themselves a new couch. <laughs> thanks, yeah. thanks to Philip's misfortune. I guess the more, I guess the moral of the story is um, there is a silver lining even when you screw up and get your wife the wrong gift. I don't know what the silver lining for us was in the earrings, in place of the you got the, the pending engagement ring. I ain't moving my mouth. I just get myself in trouble. No, it's fine. No, you were being cautious. You were being cautious. And listen, nobody wants to force anybody to to propose to them. But that wasn't, dude. I, you know I was just ready. It. I was I was ready, and I was like, "When are we getting engaged?" So a year goes by. Um, I'm sinking my roots deeper and deeper into the studio. The kids are finding their place. Rachel obviously was already at Lake Norman um, when Manny and I first met. She returns to Lake Norman. She's um, gearing up for her life as um, someday a psychologist, which she's in grad school right now. She's due pursuing. Molly pursued theater, which is fantastic. Um, Molly was on a television show back in um, second and third grade, which was very successful. She was, I know, Small Factory Flicks, and it actually won um, an Emmy Award, a New York Emmy Award. Um, It was a great show. Um, We can get into that another time. That would be a fun thing for us to talk about. But um, rolling along, rolling along to a year later. So the um, the Christmas jewelry gone. All right, let's move on. Was in December of 2016. So let's cut to my birthday, January of 2017, which is four months early. Yes, and (laughs) the skies open up, and we find ourselves at Luna's in Charlotte, which I. I don't think I told you yet, but Luna's Living Kitchen. Yeah, it closed down. It closed down. Yeah, Very we, sad. Yeah, We're we really sad. Yeah, we said that. And, um, well, you said that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was really sad. It's a really fantastic. One of my favorite vegan restaurants, like, ever. But, um, yeah, they closed down. But we had lunch there on my birthday that day. And we made way to Daniel Stowe Botanical Gardens. And I maybe did or didn't know what was happening that day. But, I again, remember what I was did. wearing. I guess that, I, got, I don't miss a trick. But uh, and, well, and you're bit really bad at keeping secrets, oh especially when it's like a, a good surprise. You're all excited, and you almost like can't wait to for the big reveal. I start hinting, and you I drop these little the, bombs. I give the answer. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like yeah, uh, yeah that's yeah. too easy, man. You know? Every every Christmas or every like birthday is like. Baby, yeah, you know, it's like I can't of, wait. So I got you this. Oh, you're not gonna. And then I end up spilling the beans anyway. Well. Yeah, that and like it's kind of an ordeal. It's not as you're getting better, but when we first met, especially for Manny to get in the car and go somewhere was a big deal. Oh, he just couldn't. Guys, he just couldn't. And to this day, what it's like MS. I understand what it's like to have MS. I live with you. I don't literally understand what I see. But so for Manny to get in the well, car and like go somewhere quickly is is you know it just doesn't happen every day. So um, 
every birthday when you're like, oh, I, I, I got to go to the store. I got to go to the store. And it's just so funny because like, I'm like, the honey, don't worry about the flowers or don't worry about the card or whatever. It's always so no, funny. No, but I always did. Oh, you, oh, and you oh. still do. So we end up at the botanical gardens. He's in a, you're in a wheelchair. It's 95 degrees with 40% humidity. Orange We're both split. like slick, slippery. Like everything was wrong. You know, like girls, like when your lipstick won't stay on, it's so humid. Like everything just feels like mucky. Um, but we end up in the indoor, um, what's the word? It's not greenhouse, but it's like a word for the big atrium, atrium I think. So, but, um, and it was really cute too. and adorable because it took you probably three and a half minutes to get up out of the wheelchair. Yeah, you guys, don't worry, but don't and worry. down like, oh, on your I'm knee. I'm getting up. I'm getting up. I'm he getting was like, up. for the love of God, I'm proposing it. to you on your knee. And it was really cute, the proposal, because if you ever saw like when... Um, and Rocky, when Rocky gives Adrian a dozen roses, like he almost explains to her why he gave her the roses and why he picked this color instead of that color. And that's what you did. You sat down and you, you like kind of um, like summarized our relationship in all the right ways. And it was really sweet oh. the way he proposed to me. And it was really loving. And Am I crying yet? Is someone chopping on you? Is someone chopping on you? Something in your eye? Um, no, it was a really great occasion. And I remember we got in the car and immediately called Rachel, but she already knew, which yeah, I thought was yeah. so adorable. He told Rachel, which I thought was the cutest thing in the world. Um, I told both of them to make sure, you know, not okay. that it was okay with them, just, just so I didn't know. Yeah. So that same uh, year, we decided not to rush it. So we just wrote out the year and planned our wedding for August of 2018. So I'll leave you guys with a little cliffhanger, a little bit of a teaser, but yeah, we planned our wedding for August of 2018. Um, and I was hot and heavy at the studio. Molly was hot and heavy with um, the Lake Norman choir, the Lake Norman high school's choir. Rachel was into her um, getting ready to graduate high school. Um, Jesse was at that point in at UNCC studying psychology, which is really exciting. Um, and all was well. Our life was well on its way. So I'll say it again, guys, stay tuned. Um, I'll leave you with the teaser and we'll talk about the wedding. And that's going to bring us fourth segment. It's going to bring us right Lucky up to present love. day. So don't go away. We'll be back. So here we are. Engaged. 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 It's the summer of 2017, and life is rolling along swimmingly rolling along. in the love story of <laughs> <laughs> in the love story of Patty oh, and Manny. You're so adorable. Rolling along. Um, so we're planning the wedding. It's Molly's senior year in high school. Um, Jesse had just graduated. We we took our first trip to Asheville as a family, which we, was really fun. And we stayed at the Omni Grove Park. It was oh, me, yeah, you, yeah, 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 Jesse, yeah. Molly, Rachel. This was before any of the boys like really came. I think Tommy was Please, just nice. entering the scene. Oh yeah, the Grove Park's great. Oh. Tommy was just entering the scene, and um, so Jesse and Molly were both single. I mean, sorry, Rachel and Molly. Well, all three of them were single. No, um, she was with Tommy. Was not when we went to Asheville the first time. You're thinking New Year's during COVID. Oh, okay. No, the first time I think Jesse was still single, but Jesse didn't. I think she was with Tommy for a while. We had we still. I still don't have the stats on that. But Jesse, our oldest, who is just just stunning and amazing and incredible, um, 
but doesn't kiss and tell. I mean, she was, we didn't know about Tommy for a while and Tommy was a really funny story. And I want to have Tommy on the show because he, he's great. Yeah. Tommy is fantastic. Tommy be good on the mic. He's well, he went to school for it. I really, I still, I'm not going to rest until I see him commentating a a game for the NFL because I think he's, I think he'd do great. Yes. I think he'd do great. I I totally agree with you. So anyway, we, we went to Asheville. This was again, we weren't Tommy and Jesse weren't together at that point, or maybe they were just starting to date. No, I don't think so, but we'll find out. Um, we get through senior year. Rachel had started her first year. Her her first year she went at, was at Mitchell. Molly's senior year, she had graduated, and we're planning the wedding. I'm teaching at the studio, and that same year, so August of 2018, was the year that we had our wedding. So we decided we wanted to have our wedding at our house because we lived in a really cool house. Um, it was a great piece of property. It was just a very pitch, pitch, picturesque um, setting. So our, all of our family comes down and we end up, my sister and all of my friends got an Airbnb off of Perth. No, off of Bloom, right by the food line is Bloom. So they're back. They got this really amazing Airbnb. It was a beautiful house. Yeah, one of these beautiful open floor plans. It was was one of those houses, kind of like Sandy. Flow through the front door, right? Yeah, into the back. It's like Sandy's house. When you walk in her front door, it's like lake. Yeah, Yeah, it's like these big windows. So that was like this house. So I forget who said, like, why don't you see if you can't get married here? So we ended up messaging the owner of the house and they were nice enough to let us have the ceremony. We didn't want to have the party at the, the house, but we did want to have the ceremony at was, this house. It, it was, was beautiful. beautiful setup. Yeah, it was a beautiful setup. Was, so that's what we did. Stabs, yeah. You know, it's nice. The platform, it was gorgeous. You know, I, I thought it was really nice. It was beautiful. Yeah, we have, I mean, definitely, hopefully we can roll some pictures of our wedding day. Um, we'll see um, how we work the, the technicals out with that. But it was a beautiful, beautiful ceremony. And my cousin Nina, I called her about two months prior and said, it's really easy to become a um, officiant for a wedding. Um, you can do it oh, online. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, Nina, who is like my... Um, She's stunning. Yeah, she's, she's gorgeous. She's classy. She can cook. She can sew. Not, but not only that, but um, she doesn't have a mean bone in her body. She's arguably one she's, of the nicest yeah, people I know. Like, like one of the kind of people. Yeah, yeah she really is. So she, um, she, I would say, if I had the first word that comes, like the first person that comes to my mind when I think hero would be my cousin Nina. Like she's mm-hmm. one person I always looked up to my whole life, and I asked her if she would. Um, do that for us and she was kind without enough a, to say she, without, like, a yeah, yeah. without a doubt yeah without it was fast so she, so it was like sure yeah 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 she did it so she went online you, and you could do this too you go online and you get like your some type of license I don't know what it's called but so anybody in our family who wants to get married Nina can do it if you would like sorry Dean um, but yeah and it was fantastic so we um we got married and then the next day we had the party and at she our did house. a good job I'm gonna mean Asabi she did a great job too she did a great job. Great job. Go ahead. I'm she sorry, did a great job. So um, we had the party at our house the next day. Your parents came from Missouri. Your brothers came. All of our friends came. It was fantastic. The only disadvantage was it was pouring rain all day. And I I mean, like sardines, we were in the house. It was like out of control how crowded it was in the house. But it was fine. We, we made do. break here and there. 
I know it poured all day, but remember, yeah, it, it, um, it'll um, stop and everybody run, and then it's not raining. Anybody. Yeah, Randy barbecued. <laughs> my sister kind of was chiming in with Randy, and we had that big umbrella. Remember that big umbrella? Oh, huge umbrella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a big umbrella, so um, it was fine. It worked out. We had a great time. So probably like a week after our wedding, which was fantastic, a week after our wedding, Amy pulls me aside and um, asks me if I would like to buy the studio from her. That was right around the time when Bikram had gotten in trouble. All of the, mo I shouldn't say all, a lot of the studios changed their name from Bikram Yoga to Hot Yoga because nobody really, uh, yeah, a lot of people, I don't want to get into it. Really know, a lot Everybody's of people didn't want his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and also it was at that point a copyright because he technically, I, I believe it was some form of franchise at that point, people were paying him. Um, so at any rate, Amy changed the name of the studio and, and for those who are in the know kind of care about that information. And she had said to me, and I love that Amy said this, um, and Amy's amazing and I'll get into why I think she's amazing, but she said, I'm not quite the cheerleader that you are. And I feel like you could take the studio to the next level. And I say that because I don't think that the world could exist without Amy's and Patty's. Well, she's the one that, you know, she all the, made the bones. The intricate, yeah, the intricate yeah. stuff in here, the heat, the uh, you know, everything. She did said her and Steve, her husband Steve, who like Nina is the nicest man I think I've ever met in my life. They did such an incredible job with the build out. Like so, this is where I think if I had to look back and ask, and there's a million reasons why I can say that Funk didn't turn into a 300 store chain like Urban Outfitters, which was what my plan was. But, and again, I'd like to dedicate an episode to that because that store was my identity. It was very sad for me to close it down. Daddy, I um, standard that net. Yeah. But that Amy and Steve did, I think, what I couldn't do at Funk is they really laid the foundation and the blueprint so that I was able to come in and be like a Mr. Megorium. I could come in and really You're like actually, paint some walls. Not saying turnkey, but you know. Oh, it was absolutely turnkey. Yeah, turn you know um, it was, you know, we had our membership. I had all the relationships formed. So it really worked out well. So um, so that's what I did. I mean, I bought the studio and it was the first major thing I sunk my teeth into after my father died. It was really um, scary, but we did it. And I brought in a can of orange paint and I designed the logo and I was sitting on the couch at 153 and Rachel walked by and it was, it's the orange square. It's a good soul with the green asterisk asterisks. And she walked by and I said, Ray, what do you think? And she just said, I love it. And I was like, that's it. Good soul, hot <laughs> yoga. Cause I was toying with a lot of names and um, what a fantastic experience owning the studio has been. And I'm going to keep oh, bringing it back. People, everything. You, yeah. You're so happy here. So You're happy so here. Happy. It's not work. I mean, and again, that's a whole nother topic and a whole nother conversation. But they say that also brings a lot of joy to your family too. When you go to work happy the way you do every day, oh, good yeah. for you. I don't even like using the word work because it's such a pleasure. And as I say, when I teach yoga, it should be considered a gift and not a chore. And it really is for me. And and I say that like like most humbly and in the most the utmost gratitude because I know that there was a time in my life that I didn't have that luxury and I did have to do things I didn't want to do in order to 
uh, make money, pay bills, mm-hmm. pay rent. And we all did. I think everybody's um, suffered. But through all of that, I think probably some of the greatest lessons I've learned have been through the most challenging times where I was struggling and suffering. And that um, it really gives you such, and this is all like psychology, like self-help 101, but I really mean this when I say it gives you such an immense sense of gratitude for the the here and now. And at this point, I'm 51 years old. And um, I could say in all heart of hearts, like I'm exactly where I belong. Mm -hmm. But I also, I I think we also have the wherewithal to say that I always was exactly where I needed to be, which has led me step by step. It's like taking steps up to the second floor. You have to go through all these phases and these channels and these dynasties and these, you know, these chapters to get to a place like- lucky in love let's roll on well and 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 really again the overarching and i hate using all these new 2024 buzzwords but i'll say it anyway the overarching theme and this is why i want to really encourage people to open their hearts right really open your heart and you must you must overcome the obstacles and the challenges because they're going to be there they're going to have MS. They're going to have Challenges. addiction issues. They're going to have big mouths. They're going to have kids that don't like you. They're going to have friends that don't like you, especially in a second marriage situation. Um, we all have quirks at that age. Like, let's face it. Like at every age. You're always dealing with something. It's the yeah, way but you especially, deal with every door you open. It's the way you deal with it. Well, it's the way you deal with it. and But especially at middle age, when you start to realize that um, the way you like the pillow, the way you like the mute, the volume, do you sleep with the TV on? Do you sleep with the TV off? Well, Which so. way do you like the toilet paper? So a lot of that stuff we really enjoy together. Um, and I think that's kind of where we really found our common ground, but I bought the studio. Um, we've seen incredible success. We survived COVID and I owe the like utmost thanks to all the girls that work here because they really suck it out with me. They didn't go rogue and start doing, they really stuck to the studio. Um, Manny was with it, me through it all. And so many blessings. And I'm sure a lot of you agree with this as, as much of a nightmare as it was. The reality is so many blessings came through. So I sadly have to wrap this up. I want to thank you guys all for being here. And um, I think throughout the future episodes, you're going to learn more and more about the ending of our love story through just me telling you my everyday tales. But until then, follow, like, share this podcast and come back next week for the Good Soul Episode 3. Love you all. Peace and love you. Love you, baby.